this is Kimber, and here are today's best bits from Clairezy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix ninety four point five. Have a listen to this. Once you declare yourself fit to play, you have an obligation to fulfil your role. So, um, in in hindsight, maybe I should have let someone who was healthy and fit play. But I, yeah, I. I'd live and die for the Dockers and I'd want to do anything I could to help them. They're very strong words from Nat Fife, the Brownlow medalist. There's so many footy headlines, that, and 10,000 people at Eagles training. Adrian Barrett, we're excited, Barra. Grand final week. Hi, Clairzy. Hey, Kimber. Yeah, what a big week it is and what a great day yesterday. Started, as you said, with 10,000 people oh. at football training. So cool. Uh, mm. Obviously, a public holiday plus uh, school holidays really helped, but uh, just a great turnout by people to support the Eagles and then... Fifey on TV, getting up just over Pritter. I thought it was going to be a tie there right at the end. Yeah, me too. Pritter needed two, two, two best on grounds to get there, but he couldn't quite do it. And um, I was with him, actually. I just bumped into him in the toilet at the time because it was a, a function <laughs> at Crown. Yep. I said, mate, it's going to be a tie. I tipped a tie because, you know, it's always about me. And, uh, of course. <laughs> and it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, look, I, I'm Little Miss Fair Play with all things, board games, everything. I just want everyone to have a good time. But I'm really <laughs> glad that, I'm like, if the Dockers had to lose last week, at least Fifey got that. So they have something that they can all sort of hold on to about a great season. Yeah, true. There is that. Uh, though Pritt is such a wonderful bloke. I think a few people were barracking for him for a tie as well. But mm. but, but Fifey, worthy winner. Um, the first one in 50 years to miss four games and actually still win the Brownlow medal. So an absolutely monster season. The best first half of a year anybody has ever played. Gone past Judd and everybody else. Mm. And then gave one of the great acceptance speeches <laughs> of yeah, all time. Talker. He was putting uh, Brucey in his spot too, wasn't he? That was very uh, funny to watch. What a character. From Lake Grace, uh, they were going bananas in the pub down there, and you can just see the country boy coming out in him. And uh, I believe his father's spoken this morning, Dave, down there, very humble man, a truckie, uh, owns a truck company, so Fife and Co, or Fife Brothers, or whatever it is. And mm. uh, yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful story. And as Kimber said, great for the Dockers to be able to you know, hold on to something for this season as well after being bowled over. Yeah, bowled over. It was there Friday night. Uh, I was having a little tear before I saw Luke McFarlane on the field afterwards, mate. It was an yeah, emotional scene. But uh, at the end of the day, if you're not good enough, and Hawthorne are just a champion side. Well, those tears of by uh, Luke, they just summed up the whole day, didn't they? In the mm. end, the fact that they've been bowled out after being on top of the season, on top of the ladder for most of the season. And uh, they're probably the images that'll stay with me for... I guess the rest of my life when I look back on that game because him on the ground with his wife yeah. in tears waving to some of the people in the crowd might have been you, Clancy, as you were <laughs> yelling out to him. But yeah, that was powerful stuff. And then the Pav came out with his family, probably played his last game as well. So, yeah, not great. And then the next day, of course, uh, the Eagles, uh, you know, it was, it was just contrasting emotions, wasn't it? It was sort of like a roller coaster. Yeah. And the next day, massive crowd. We had to get over the whole crowd violence and that, Silly fella oh, in the crowd is going to cop it now. Yeah, so. You know what, too, Barrett? The thing is, I, I'm really excited for the Eagles. I do want them to, to have a win. I think it's going to be great. But the, the thing that I hate the most mm. is the sore winners. Like, I want the Eagles fans to be like, yay, our team won. This is everything we want, instead of bagging out everybody else and going, yeah, suck it, losers. Like, I hate that. Yeah, there's a few, <laughs> there's a few like that. I mean, there's a lot of us that are sort of, you know, pretty, uh, pretty fair. Humble and happy about it. But. Mm. I reckon today, though, you're right, a lot of Dockers people would be dreading Dockers fans going to work today because they have to face up to their Eagles colleagues, Eagles supporting colleagues, and 
Yeah, so I just say to the Eagles people out there, you know, don't put the boots in. Just be a bit humble about it. And uh, hopefully it'll, the karma will come back and we'll end up winning the premiership and beating Hawthorne. Yeah. Be hey, Barry, it works both ways, though. You know, you know, me, I've been a fan of the Dockers for 21 years. I'll just ignore social media on, on a week like this. If you just leave it alone, because that's where people are their nastiest, when they're not face-to-face with you. Yeah. But I've got to say... the. Pressure. I just said to uh, Tash, one of our newsroom people here, I said, she's a mad Eagle supporter. I said, you know that pressure North Melbourne, the Kangaroos put on in the first quarter on the weekend? Hawthorne yep. will be like that for the entire GF. Yeah, that's right. The Eagles pumped them at Doobie recently, but it'll definitely be a 50-50 game. Probably mm. the Hawks go in slight favourites, but um, you never know with the Eagles. They've been so good all year, and it's just whether they get overawed like the Dockers did in yeah. 2013. Where they, you know, I heard last night that Pav was in tears before the game in 2013, before the grand final started. Really? Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, yeah so you, know, Barra, you don't want that. I'm My grateful emotion. for you, but um, just a quick touch on the fact that you and Pete Corelli, our drive announcer, had a bet uh, on who mm. was going to take out the Brownlow and you were going to get your <laughs> bum cheeks tattooed. Uh, you were get going, the Pritta. Yeah, you were going to have to get Pritta and he was going to have to get Fifey. Um, so it, it looks like now it's uh, Pete going to get attacked. Keep your pants on, bud. I believe he's got the uh, the whipper snipper out and he's getting the hair off that butt uh, now because uh, he's a hairy man. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was worried too, Clancy, because uh, and Kim, because I thought that uh, it's going to be a tie. We're both have got to get a tattoo. How about that? <laughs> well, you dodged a bullet. You're lucky on that one, Barra. <laughs> Uh, in the, the AFL dodged a bullet too. Did you hear about that? Uh, during because when we were at the uh, Brownlow Medal mm. count in at Crown here, they put up a, a release saying that uh, there was some. Brownlow memorabilia available, and it was Sam Mitchell. Did you see that? Oh, so, no, I missed that. And so somebody pushed the button. Apparently they do four pieces, Yeah, four yeah. different players, and somebody pushed the button on the Sam Mitchell one early. So this big rumour went round midway through the count that Mitchell was going to win. There was, it was a leak. Set up. Okay. And, of course, uh, that's been a big talking point in Melbourne today as well. So, But great for Fifey, great for the Eagles, and, uh, and great for WA footy all round. Well, Pete Corelli won't have to shave his butt because you see Nat Fife's hair, it'll just look genuine, so it's all good. <laughs> thanks, Barra. Hey, thanks, Barra. Yeah, guys. Have a good week, all mate. It's going to be a massive week in the sports department at 7, and, of course, with the Dead Set Legends. Have a beauty. Kimber and Lawrence, this is incredible. Not only has Nat Fife won the Brownlow medal, he played in the, the preliminary final with a fractured left fibula on Friday. He got 24 disposals and nine clearances, and he was just willing the ball forward for Frio. And uh, he did a very rakish thing at last night's Brownlow, turning up with a walking stick. He did. <laughs> I, I, I thought he should have been wearing... He should have been wearing a monocle and smoking his pipe. Just like, hello, everyone. I'm Nat Five. You know, Nathaniel Five. What's a fractured leg when you're out there playing that sort of game? You know, now, it's, like, it's pretty important. It seems yeah. like a big deal. Got to keep going. Do we know the difference between a fibula and a tibula, or do we just know that it's somewhere below the hip? Oh, it's somewhere <laughs> down there. And is one a tibia? I don't know. I get confused. Human yeah. bile fail. But uh, to see Fifey walk up and get his medal, you could feel the the vibe in the room was like this is one of our this is a warrior walking up there, hobbling mm. up to get his medal. Uh, named the best warrior of the day. Unreal. Oh, look, sometimes you don't, you know, you don't have a choice. You just have to soldier on. You can have yeah. a major injury, or you know, you've hurt yourself somehow, and you just have to continue. I mean, I've done it. I've, I mean, I've, this is the third time I've broken my tailbone. I'm, it's my favourite injury to do. But really, your coccyx. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I can't I can't go past breaking my coccyx? Uh, you know, a couple of years apart. I love doing it. But a few years ago, it was my birthday, mm. and I was coming down the stairs, and I slipped in my socks, and right. it was mm. the early. Earlier part of the night, I hadn't even. I was going down to iron my dress. And, so you were um, naked 
except for socks. <laughs> except for socks. <laughs> it's a good look. Slip, it's a great look. I broke my coccyx and I thought, I've got a bunch of people meeting me at the club for my birthday yeah. and I'm not going to let my team down. And so mm. had a couple of Panadol, I had a couple of wines right. and a couple of Jaegers and off I went. Master and pain. I, and I danced the night away like a real team player. Oh, is it a fracture or do you chip a bit off your tailbone? To be like, honest, I don't know what right. condition it could possibly be in by now. Okay. I've, I've heard she it so many that. times. She has smashed that thing several times over the years. We best, <laughs> we best have a look at that in the next break. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's her birthday in November. We're all buying her a donut cushion. <laughs> Come on, surely you guys have like, you know, you've just soldiered on oh, through injury. Oh, yes. I was doing a stupid thing riding on the back of a car mm. on the outside of it <laughs> and... Uh, it accelerated. I slipped off and split the back of my head open. Oh. But that night, I was barman at my brother's engagement party. Well, you can't miss that. And so I couldn't miss that. <laughs> Lay down for the afternoon and went along to it. And somebody at the end of the night said, man, the back of your head's all like bloody. And it was it kind of just bled for oh. most of the night, oh. slowly but surely. <laughs> so and I was all matted and red and bloodied and But and my drunk. God, so, I can make a cocktail. Wow. <laughs> I can make a Bloody Mary with actual blood. <laughs> Mix it in there. What a super cocktail. We'd love to hear from you today. If you've uh, known someone or it's been you, you can boast about your own efforts of soldiering on in that incredible pain and just doing whatever you have to do to get through. We were marvelling not only at the fact that uh, Nat Fife won the Brownlow medal last night, getting nine best on grounds amongst his... Uh, it's a lot of votes in the first half of the year, ending up with 31. But, guys, he had the courage to keep on playing in the prelim final on Friday with the fractured left fibula. Soldiering on is the name of the game, isn't it? When you've uh, broken your fibula, fibula or your coccyx or split your head open. Yeah. Can I just and say. You've just taken one for the team the word, and you've kept going. The word coccyx is being used on this show, coccyx, uh, 79 times now in the past four weeks. Oh, really? Kimber did that it? I've done it. Yeah, yeah I've been counting. Kimber goes for why. tailbone, which sounds a little bit too kind of like evolutionary it does, for mine. I'm thinking at the Perth well, Museum, you know? In some ways, I feel like at least when I fall, I fall very balanced. Well, right, you do. right down the middle. Yep. You've got a long coccyx. Some people do have. They have that kind of like, you know, missing link, simian link. To oh, it now. definitely was going to be a tail, well, like with that question. <laughs> Kimber's like, is uh, extra long with all that scar <laughs> tissue, mate. Okay. It's about four foot long. We're asking you when you have soldiered on through injury. Kate and Connolly, what have you done? <laughs> Hi, um, it was my daughter, actually. On um, Tuesday, she fell off a monkey bars at school. Oh, cool. Yes, and um, she hurt her little finger, and we just thought, oh, you know, she just bruised it. Um, we took her to um, the doctor on um, this Sunday, and she's actually broken it. <laughs> so it's gone like nearly a whole week. <laughs> so she's gone a whole week. She's been on the slippery slide at home, you know, sliding down out on the front grass, and then now we're off to the plastic surgeon on Thursday at PMH. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did she say anything? On. Did she say this is still hurting, or was she just doing her own thing? No, just doing our own thing. The swelling wasn't going down. Mm. Um, so mm. we just thought, oh, we better go and get it checked. And yes, it ended up being broken. So, so she's in half a cast as well. So it's not bad parenting. She's just a tough little nugget. <laughs> no, I have had that it is bad parenting, I've been told. No, oh, okay. That's nice. And Kate, yeah. uh, you're meant to be uh, having a bit of a break, aren't you? School holidays. Well, the kids are, but uh, it sounds like you're busier than normal. Oh, definitely. And then the husband's off to the um, grand final as well. Of course so he great. is. Of course he is. So That's you won't right. see him for three days? <laughs> no, no, until next week. He's off for a week. They're driving. Oh, okay. good on Got him. Desperate to get yeah. there. Thanks for your call, Kate. I love that. Bianca's in Bertram. Bianca, have you been soldiering on through injury? <laughs> yes. 
Um, in December last year, I was in a PT session and I ruptured my ACL. I like just cracked. I dropped oh. to the ground. Yeah. And my PT goes, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I was like, "Yep, I'm getting up. I can do it." And I. I swear, I don't drink, and everybody says to me, were you drinking? I was like, no, I was actually doing a star jump. <laughs> well, so a did, star you, jump. did you continue to do I it? I continued, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up, I'm going to keep going, I'm doing this. Oh my God. You know, when I'm in a PT session, I'm looking for any excuse to not yeah. have to. So I'll be like, I think <laughs> I've ruptured my something. Because like, that is the perfect excuse to stop. Yeah. Yes. Remember how gutsy John Worsfold was playing for the Eagles? He did his knee once and he ran off. He sprinted off to the boundary oh. and everyone's going, a future damage? You're doing more damage there, dude? Apparently. <laughs> so did you do any more damage to Bianca? Did the uh, medicos tell you off? No. He told me off and kept going, but yeah. he said in the end, um, your knee has to be fully functioning before they can repair it anyway. So... <laughs> You know what? Anyone who's listening right now, if you've got any kind of knee injury, you can feel that. You know, oh, yeah. it's just like any kind, oh, anything wow. in your knees. It just sounds awful. And you know what? You don't want to hear your injury. No, you don't want ever. No. To- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bianca. No worries. The best of Clairzy, Shane, and Kimber on Mix ninety four point five.